You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Commas Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today, we're talking with one of my old Oregon teammates, Carmela Cardama-Baez. She's currently a professional runner for On Athletics Club in Boulder, Colorado. So she just joined their team and signed a professional contract. We were teammates my senior year for a couple months after she transferred from Florida State, and she ended up going on to win the 10K at NCAAs. She's also from Spain, so we touch on that a lot in the episode. We also just talk about some of the good memories together, her running experience, the differences between different coaches that she's had, and honestly just a really good episode and it was really good to catch up with Carmel. It's been a little bit of time so I hope you guys enjoy. Don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you guys love the podcast. It helps me out so much and it also helps get more credible guests on. If they see that you guys love the show and you're rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts, they'll be more likely to come on and answer your listener questions. So be sure to do that if you haven't already. It literally takes five seconds and it means the world to me. Today's episode is brought to you by Inside Tracker. When you do what you love, like running, like racing, like enjoying the great outdoors, you want to do it for life. Inside Tracker can help. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Using their patented algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside you and to offer you science back recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. I have been loving working with Inside Tracker. For example, I had no idea that my iron was low and also that I had low vitamin D levels, even though I have been in California and I was in Hawaii a couple weeks ago and I still have low vitamin D levels. So, have definitely been taking my supplement as Inside Tracker has recommended to me and it definitely keeps me accountable. So I love that. Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way towards reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. So if you guys are interested for a limited time, you can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. You just go to insidetracker.com slash Emma. That's insidetracker.com slash Emma. Everything's linked in the show notes. And I highly recommend if you're looking to level up your running performance or if you just want to feel better on a day-to-day basis, Inside Tracker is the best. Now let's get straight into today's episode. Thank you. 
Carmella. <laughs> I've been waiting to have you on my podcast for a long time and it's finally coming to fruition. Yeah. I think like when I first started my podcast, you were definitely very highly requested. Then that's been like a year. So I'm like, okay, let me just wait for her to get out of college, make things a little easier for both of us. Um, Cause now you're living the pro runner life, but before we like start diving away into that, do you want to just give us a little bit of a rundown of who you are and what mm-hmm. you're about? Yeah. Um, what can I say? I was an uh, Oregon track and cross country runner. I'm from Spain. I started in Florida State for two years and then transferred to Oregon. And I was in my training partner <laughs> in my first workout at Oregon. <laughs> I remember that day so clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that a camp? What, what? It was like, it was so smoky. We went to Corvallis and we had like a four minute like <laughs> tempo. <What? laughs> like three times four minutes or something like that. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Oh, I do. I do. So clearly. Um, and I don't know, I guess um, I was recruited by Oregon kind of, kind of as like a, a strong athlete to having the cross country team and like uh, like a team player mainly and I developed to become a national champion and score for the team at nationals and in pack 12s um, I now am a pro runner recently and signed with on running and moved to Boulder and joined the OIC team and yeah is that that's <laughs> yeah, a pretty that's, good <laughs> yeah that's a great little run now okay to preface this like so Carmela and I were together you transferred in 2017 I think so. Yeah. yeah. It was like so, your last year. Yeah. So we were only together for like six months, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But when <laughs> I met Carmela and just like saw her like work out or just like her work ethic in general, I knew, I knew that you were going to end up like doing just insane things in like the running world just because you have such a strong work, work ethic. It's like you and Ali Cash, I feel like are two people that I just look at and I'm like, I don't know how you are so incredibly motivated to like you would all, you would do every single band exercise. You did the whole pillar. And I would just like, it just honestly, it's not the opposite of me, but it's just so different from my perspective. Like I knew when you won NCAAs or even the year before when you uh, almost won NCAAs, like I knew that was going to come eventually from when you like first joined the team, just because you are like so incredibly motivated. So it's been cool. Like for me, this is just me gassing you up now. Yeah. But it has been cool for like me to like see your progression from like coming onto the Oregon cool. team to like winning NCAAs. It's just been crazy, but it's, I'm not surprised at all. Just from yeah, thank <laughs> you. internal I motivation. It's funny like to see, like, I do definitely think I have a strong ethic, but I think that, you know, me joining the Oregon team, I was just so excited to be with you guys. And I feel like it's not like I had something to prove, but I was like, I'm the lucky one to be here. Like everyone was just so accomplished and I just kind of showed up. Um, and I don't know, I, I guess I didn't knew any better. I just thought we were all doing the whole pillar. It didn't occur <laughs> to me that people wouldn't do it. So I think that was a bit of just like innocence. And um, I feel like now, I don't know. I definitely do. I do the right things, I think, mm-hmm. but I also feel like I'm not someone who overdoes it. Um, yeah, you kind of put your body well and went to like, yeah, I think that's off. a strength. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's funny because I was just like, oh, I thought everyone did this. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that is, that is so. You wouldn't know any less, and it's not like I don't like, know any Oregon, better. I, trans- I transferred there too, and like no one, there's no introductory period if you're transferring there. No one's like really teaching you anything. You could just kind of get thrown into it and then just see like what happens. 
Um, so I guess I was the same way, but I mm-hmm. learned quickly that no one was doing the upside down hang things yeah. from these bars that we had. And I was I, like, I am not doing it. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes I was like, I'm doing this, but I don't feel safe. <laughs> like, I'm going to do it. Okay. There was like, I don't even remember what pillar was like pillar five or something, but there was legit these like exercises. Hard, yeah. There's like a ladder on the wall and you're literally supposed to hang your body upside down. Like, I and don't know glass. how. And it's a glass. Yeah. And I'm like, Whoa. I don't, I don't understand how people do that. I can't, I can barely hang from the bar yeah. like to do a pull up. Well, I can't yeah. do a pull up. But I could barely hang from the bar to do it. Yeah. So. Well, I, I was talking actually about this last year with Coach Rod, and he didn't remember anything, of course. But my first uh, <laughs> weight session at Oregon, it was over summer and no one was there. It's just like me and Susan. Okay. And Susan is just like always fit, you know, like she's just born that way. And then it's me like a distance runner. And I <laughs> twisted my ankle in the warm up drills. Oh, no. Wait, warm up so drills? Bad so bad <laughs> and like with the volleyball girls and I had to go get it like wait uh, okay whoa <laughs> I'm so confused what warm-up drills are you talking about and why were you working out with the volleyball girls because it was summer and no one else was there like so, was it like a weight session with yeah bad and there was so there's different teams there yeah it was just like the, the volleyball girls and me and Susan what? and we had this like jumping over a bench and I just like sucked basically and it twisted my ankle so bad oh, no. and I had to go to the trainers and got robbed and then I went to the bathroom and I cried oh. and that, then I was like I need to get it together and it came back for like the last exercise of the weight like session because coach I would not stop like you're here or you're not like yeah exactly would not stop and like I was I was like I need to earn this place like yeah. I will finish my lift and then I couldn't run the next day <laughs> Like, the one who's just like, yeah, I know my body really well, actually, and I definitely don't push the limits. <laughs> After that, I learned. I was like, this yeah. is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it was like literally my first, like, I mean, my first week in Eugene. <laughs> just like, so funny. Like, my second day. It's just, just, and it's so funny because there's just, like, no introduction. Like, you just really just get thrown into it. Yeah, and I just, like, follow just, the girls. Yeah, yeah, you just follow everyone else. And there's a bench I need to jump, and I'm 5'1". <laughs> You're going with volleyball girls that are literally six one. Yeah, but Sounds... he doesn't remember. I remember so. I remember it so clearly. Yeah, I remember um, one of my um, weight sessions with Rad. I literally told him I was like, I can't do a pull up. Like I like just told oh, him yeah. face. I was like, I I like physically can't. I've never been able to do it. He's like, Yes, you can. And I was like, Coach Rad, no, I can. And he's like, You know, no one's gonna know who Coach Rad is, but like he doesn't take no for an answer. You know, yeah. you're doing the exercise. So yeah. he like put me up on the bar and I was like, and I was just like telling him, I was like, this isn't gonna work or whatever. And then so he like puts the like band, the black yeah, band around. Yeah, 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 the purple thing. Yeah. yeah. Of course I still can't do it because really? I yeah. And then he's like trying to help me by like <laughs> lifting up my knee while I'm like trying to go up. And I'm like, and I'm still not being able to go up. And I'm like, and oh, it was so, it was like so mortifying because we were in the um, weight room. Everyone was obviously looking at me and I was like making yeah. this whole scene me like, I can't do it, coach. Right? I'm really sorry. You're just like, like blocking your arms on purpose. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I literally can't. My arms are locked and I refuse. No, it was so embarrassing though. Like, yeah. again, that's one of those things that I, like, I'll remember forever, but Coach I will have no idea. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think if yeah, I honestly I think... went back to campus and I was like, hey, he'd be like, who are you? <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't remember you, but no. I, I mean, I think that a lot of that is just like 
a lot of things you don't know why you do them and it just kind of makes sense yeah um and yeah I don't know I think coach Rod, it's such a like personality of Oregon like oh I think he that, really is yeah but I don't know I love I I love having him as a coach he was yeah. really awesome definitely yeah. really, like once you get through the cry and you like like he <laughs> definitely, get the, like, he definitely like, tests you like he pretends you don't exist until you prove him wrong and then once you do like and for me it happened really quickly because I yeah <laughs> struggled the first day <laughs> once you prove him that he'll be like your biggest supporter like I feel like yeah he well was, once you yeah. show I feel like once you show interest and in, like actually getting better mm-hmm. at the like yeah. everything then he really shows interest but yeah yeah but if you don't then he doesn't know who you are yeah so aka me <laughs> it's fine though I you know I did my work in the weight room I did what I yeah. had to do you know yeah, you didn't have, yeah. um okay anyways yeah. so how like okay what was the difference between like Florida State and Oregon mm-hmm. for you especially like yeah. when you first got there what were the main differences yeah I think um I mean it's, it's been a long time now but I think for me it was like I was recruited um to a Florida State that looked pretty much like Oregon like had a team that had won nationals a couple years ago and like a coach was pretty intense and then my coach left during that summer uh, after I had already committed and I came to a team that you know kind of had recruited a coach that was pretty much the opposite of what they had so I found myself being a freshman who's lost but somehow it's put in this position where you're like the team leader and I'm like i I barely know how to explain myself myself in English. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, and it it kind of sucked to be honest, um, because I didn't have the maturity to put boundaries to my coach and like what I was supposed to do and and what I was not meant to do. And I also think I kind of like was coming from a place of like where I felt very. Um, I don't know. I was just kind of like figuring it out, like how America worked and how friendships worked in college. And mm-hmm. I think that um, the whole hierarchy system never worked well with me. And I took it really personally. Uh, so I really struggled at the beginning to make friends and understand why some things were done and uh, why I was treated in certain ways or why, you know. Um, and I think later on, I got injured kind of like that year and that allowed me to step away from everything and kind of like focus and I'm learning to say the word focus <laughs> I was thinking that I was like okay, okay. <laughs> it's fo- so so like the soup focus yeah <laughs> see I, I know what you're saying but maybe you catch some people off <laughs> Uh, anyway (laughs) um and step away and yeah so I think yeah the big difference was like I think in Oregon everyone was like super motivated to be really good and work and um it was a very team sport I think I think we were like few people and everyone was pretty close Mm -hmm. and I think um I don't know I mean, definitely the facilities, mm-hmm. even though we had pretty good facilities in Florida State too, but just the access we had to other than trainers, like, um, yeah. Was like the training a lot different or was it pretty similar? Oh, yeah. It was really different. Um, 
Like, were you surprised by the training when you came to Oregon? Yeah. No, I think it was pretty consistent to what I've done in high school. Okay. Um, and I think that in Florida State, we just had a lot of, uh, like, race simulations. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh. if you're running a 3K, you'll do two laps at race pace and then two at not race pace and then two more. Okay. And maybe that's, like, 10 minutes of workout and then you're done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to roast anyone. No, but, I mean, but different yeah. programs have different things yeah, that work for like different a, people. So, yeah, I think, I think my coach was really good could have been really good for developing people and I just didn't I just don't think it worked for me and I also like got injured my first year and then um I came back home for summer and went back to training with my coaches for the summer because she was there and stuff and it was just like so different and I felt when I come back for cross country that I was losing fitness as I was going and it just kind of made me realize like yeah like yeah. this might be great for some people but I think that I'm more strength-based even though I don't do that much mileage and just didn't really met what I needed to do um yeah and I I think like maybe Tallahassee wasn't the place the best place for me like I think that it was really hot and <laughs> I probably didn't drink enough water and mm-hmm. stuff. And I think I was like sick all the time, like all the time. Uh, like once a month, I would have like four days where I was just like not feeling right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I different environments just... work for different people. So it like makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, you think about Oregon, like some people don't like Oregon either. So it's like, it's not like one place is better than the other. It's more just like mm-hmm. you have to find the right school for you. And sometimes it doesn't happen on the first time. Yeah, no, um, it's looking like a, a fit, like what's your, like what fits. And I was also like a different athlete, like two years later when I showed up to Oregon, like I realized like I really want to do running and I really want to have a team of people who like wants to do this with me, you know, mm-hmm. because when I first joined for state, I was like, well, if this people doesn't have the same goals, then that's fine. And that's mm-hmm. something that I understood really quickly, like you cannot expect someone who has different goals to make the same sacrifices you're making. And at first I was fine with that. But once you're doing that by yourself every single day, you know, it, it kind of sucks. And like, you want people who like kind of sometimes making the same comments, commitments you're making and yeah. it makes it easier. Um, yeah. yeah. That makes it, that makes a ton of sense. And like Oregon, you just have such a small team and you know, mm-hmm. like every single person on that team is dialed in. Like there's yeah. no, you're not swaying. You're not seeing people join sororities to like, do other things like they're everyone's life at Oregon is running so like and maybe that's a good fit for some people and maybe it's not a good fit for others so just (laughs) like I don't it's just so interesting it is Um, tough yeah I think for me like definitely it is running but I I don't know I just feel like at least that team the first team I was there like it was just a really good group of people I feel like I had a lot of people to look up to like whether it was like in running or whether it was like you and Lily just had like a really good grasp of like nutrition and like eating healthy. And like, I think that, you know, there was things that go on, all go on, like in every other team and some drama and stuff. But like, I just feel like I had a lot of people to look up to and, and follow, which I felt like the last two years in Florida State, I didn't really have that many mentors or people to look up to. Yeah. yeah that would be so hard like I can't imagine coming from a different country and like being already one of the best on the team and then mm-hmm. like just kind of being like okay you're the leader especially like my freshman year I just think back to my freshman year like 
I was a mess. <laughs> like even when I came to Oregon, I was like, what am I doing? You know, yeah. it's like that year you're just figuring everything out. So I can't imagine being in your mm-hmm. position. And you said that like, you didn't know how much English did you know at that time? Yeah. I mean, I definitely knew quite a bit, but I think for me, it was a shock to like the English you need to pass your classes and get good grades. It's so different than the English you need to have a conversation with multiple people. Yeah. Like I'm good in one-on-one, but like once you put me in a group of three people, like it was just like so tough. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember the first three months I was exhausted. Like after the day I just wanted to go to my room and like not speak because I just have a huge headache yeah because I've spent the whole day translating every single word that's so (laughs) you know like it's just like yeah the first three months were like a huge headache yeah yeah it was really hard not gonna lie (laughs) yeah I mean I I literally can't imagine like I'm trying to put myself in that position like if I went to Spain and I was like okay let me I mean granted I don't know any Spanish anymore (laughs) other than like donde esta la saca puntas in the classroom (laughs) Why would you where's the pencil sharpener that's the only thing I know or the banyo um <laughs> so I mean that could give me like one place the bathroom and the pencil yeah. um anyway like I just can't imagine how like much stress that would add to your life like just not knowing yeah. the language extremely well yeah so that's yeah yeah it was a lot and I think that's kind of like one of the reasons I got injured like yeah I, I mean well the stress is just like it's a combination yeah. of all sources of stress, not just like yeah. the physical stress. Like obviously, the mental stress takes a huge toll mm-hmm. on it too. Yeah, like the I had a stress reaction in my femur, and like my bone density was good, my hormones were good. Like it was just kind of like yeah, we don't really know. Probably just like changes, but yeah, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> how is like running culture different from Spain from the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in the U.S. it's like you always run with people your age. And in Spain, I had like a club team and I have people from different ages. And I think like that was really good for me because I had at some point I had two girls who were like a year younger, a year older, who I would run with a lot. But I always had like older girls or older boys that I would look up to. And that, always, that like made me faster, you know, because the only time I would win a race in Spain, it was the only time I would win. It was in a race like every other training run or workout in Spain, I would just get dropped because <laughs> everyone was so much better because I'm always running with people who are like older like mm-hmm. yeah um but I feel like that really set me up for being humble and yeah <laughs> just always getting humbled I mean just that's humbled. good that's good yeah. when you come to Oregon though because I feel like mm-hmm. I mean then you're just running at the top level and you're not going to yeah. win every race that you run and you're not yeah. going to be the best at every workout that you're running either like people are gonna have exactly yeah so. yeah I think and I think that's something that uh yeah I feel like that's something I do really good like I don't freak out during a workout Mm -hmm. because someone else is doing better it's like this is my workout yeah yeah I feel like that's what you have to be I mean I feel like I was that way too at Oregon just because it's like you have to have a good head on your shoulders or else you're just gonna yeah yeah because everyone is so good so that if you're not like used to getting beaten which I was I think that's just from growing up in California though like everyone was so good in high school and I was never like the best in the state or the best in the country so I yeah. always used to like and getting beaten I think that <laughs> helped humble. I yeah. humble yeah. yeah getting humbled like every week so <laughs> yeah I'm not getting dropped I'm just like letting you go <laughs> yeah 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 exactly it's <laughs> me every easy run when everyone starts dipping under seven minute pace I'm like actually I'm not getting dropped yeah I'm letting you guys go ahead yeah yeah I remember we used to do that like seven ten 
you had a day that you're like I'm not running faster than seven tens something like that that how many was it a lot of a lot of the time I feel like we got better as the years went on so by the time that we like you came I feel like we were running our easy runs easier but like the first couple years I was there like we would consistently dip under seven minute pace and I would be the only one in the group that would be like I am gonna drop like I just would say it and I was like oh I'm so glad someone said something and I'm like why is it always me that looks like the loser but then everyone joins me so um yeah or I think we got better at like letting people do what they need to do yeah. to be successful because I think a lot of the time in my earlier years that we were there is more just like I think it was just a little bit more competitive between one mm-hmm. another yeah um and then by the time like especially 2016 I think kind of solidified that like letting people do what they need to do to succeed and then it just yeah. helps everyone else succeed so yeah and, no I agree and yeah. like like not everyone does the same workout right yeah. and even if you do the same workout you don't run the reps the same way or in the same like progression or whatever yeah. so yeah. I feel like with easy runs is the same like at the end of the day they're just recovery runs and do whatever you need to do to feel good and get it done so, yeah exactly yeah. every runner is different so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like you look at Carmela and I we <laughs> wait how tall are you I'm just curious five one yeah five one okay I'm five eleven so mm-hmm. when Carmel and I stay next to each other there's a difference Carmel's also a 10k runner I was like a 1500 <laughs> runner so we're yeah. not going to train the same for a cross-country no. race we're meeting in the middle mm-hmm. so yeah but we did have a couple workouts together that we ran yeah I feel like we did quite a lot like cross-country yeah like tempos and stuff yeah Good and memory. I don't know you run a 3k together indoors or something like that you, me, and Judy, know. and that's the day you were like, I'm done. <laughs> that was so bad. I line up back to the line with Carmela. I'm done. No, no, no. We all no. did really bad, I think, because we, like, flew from New York the day before, and it's, like, oh, yeah, that three was hour change, race. and, like, yeah. it was, like, at 3 p.m., and I just remember being, like, Ugh. I'm not a 3K runner, either. That was the first 3K I've ever done, and the only 3K. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was the last race I ever did. Yeah, in New York. Yeah. yeah. In New York, um, three times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So then I, then I left Oregon, and then how did you go from? I mean, you were obviously already really good, mm. but how did you go from like being good to being the best ten k runner yeah. in the nation? I think so. Like now, looking back, I feel like my first year at Oregon, um, I learned so much, and like it really set the base for me to keep progressing. But I don't think I run to my potential like I feel like running wise was almost bad (laughs) like I think I came like all American in cross country and that was really good yeah but then like after Anders I like broke 16 and then I think I got sick a couple of times and then I think I did really good at Paxos I was fourth and everyone was like so impressed but I was like well my ranking was fourth like yeah why is everyone so surprised and I think like I was told like yeah you can make nationals for sure and I think that for me my confidence it's like something that I have to feel daily like you can't just like put me in a race and be like oh by the way like you're gonna win this thing today like I get something I need to build like through t- like days months of training and I think suddenly I was put in this like regional race that I wasn't prepared to handle 
regardless of my fitness and I sucked <laughs> so bad it was so bad and like okay. I remember, we all like, had bad a couple bad regional races I remember like just kind of going crazy in the middle of the race and being like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it now and like I remember like Marisa like asking me like how are you doing but like I heard like what are you doing <laughs> and being like well I'm running and then just getting pissed and like slowing down which is like so unlike me like yeah that's not how I run at all like it's just kind of like one of those oh don't do anything new in a race and then you do it yeah and yeah I think I feel like I should have done much better and then the progression the following year was kind of like it seemed like more but I, I felt like it was coming yeah like did you was it would you say that it was just like week after week of training just compiling or was it more the confidence aspect of it Mm -hmm. yeah definitely training but I think for me it was confidence yeah a hundred percent like I think it was really hard at the beginning with Helen like um I struggled to kind of like understand like how she wanted me to race or like how she like what she expected from me and I think that it was just kind of like from a place of like, we don't really know each other, right? Yeah. And I think we just kind of wanted to to build that relationship. And after many months, after nationals, well, months of like working together, after nationals, it didn't really work out well across country. And we, I went to run Europeans and it just kind of like everything clicked. And it was more like, me going to pack 12s and then Europeans and being like I want to be top eight and her almost being like well that's pretty hard you know like you know like 12 is really good too like you know don't put and I think at first I saw it as like oh like she doesn't think I'm going to be top eight mm-hmm. and then I realized like no I think she's just like trying trying to like take the pressure off yeah and I realized like I decided to be top eight and I finished eighth and I was like oh man like what could I have done if I decided like to be seventh? I don't know. Like, because the same thing happened at Europeans. I was like, I want to be top eight and I finished eighth again. So I think it was just me, honestly, like starting to trust myself. And um, I remember we had a couple of workouts like indoor season that that year and we had a tempo and like we, we were running like, like K's or a K's in Amazon and then you go to the track yeah and you're just like supposed to start at the same pace and then I drop from like a 330 to like 315 which is not even that fast at yeah. all but I remember being like oh my god and then I did it again and I was like I'm not trying like I'm just going like it's I'm like I'm, I'm running too fast I'm not gonna be yeah. able to finish because I've never done that before and Helen being like no you're fine and I'm like I think I'm gonna have a heart attack and she's like no you're fine <laughs> and like you know just kind of like realizing like yeah sometimes you need to like shut right. off or shut off your yeah. whatever you're like don't listen to yourself I yeah guess. um yeah is there anything else like outside of training that you did like did you read any books were you like listening to podcasts or like was it really just like the training and I guess kind of getting to know Helen the new coach better and like having her believe in you more or did you do any like outside work on your mental state yeah I think um I don't know I honestly think Helen did so much for me Mm -hmm. like I think she came to the point of like 
really believing what I could do to the point of like this woman is crazy I don't I can't believe she just told coach Johnson I'm gonna win nationals (laughs) in January when yeah but I think she realized that for me like I needed to be told my progress as I was going yeah and that I'm not I'm not like I see the long-term plan so if in January you tell me Carmela you're 16 minute pace I'm not gonna freak out you know but I need to know like you're 16 like you're in like 1540 now because if I haven't been through if I haven't like being aware of that progress when you tell me you're going to run 15 10 I'm not going to believe you because like well I don't know like you know I just need those little steps and sometimes it comes with like giving me workouts or giving me specific races that are going to like boost that confidence and like show me where I am and like trust that yeah so I don't know honestly I think Helen did so much um I had a lot of school and and like the team was really new too um I think that also like it wasn't only Helen that truly believed I could be really good. I think that I had I had Jess and Susan, which like were always be so excited about things I did that I was like, I mean, okay guys, like whatever. You know, and like I remember like going internationals like when because I I I I feel like that's how they felt because I that's how I felt looking at them, right? Like I feel like something special is gonna happen. Like I feel like I have this feeling and I feel like they felt that with me and like um I've talked about it with Jess after like I think you see other people do stuff and like that really inspires you and sometimes you can see when someone's about to do something special and yeah I feel like they were able to tell me that or show me that they believe that I could do it and I had them as role models too so that was pretty cool that's so awesome like I I just I just remember I was driving to Austin and I watching <laughs> that race of you almost winning and beating Wayne Kaladi in that 10k again I wasn't surprised but I was like oh my like I've never been so excited I almost got in a crash on the road like my sister was holding the phone which is like not safe I don't recommend but like obviously <laughs> I had to cheer for my girl Carmela from afar even though it was like on my way over there um <laughs> But like, I was just, I've never been so excited, I think, to watch a race in my life and just like seeing you do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, the next year, like just knowing you had more eligibility, I was like, mm-hmm. no brainer, you know? No brainer. And- yeah. Yeah. It was good. But I mean, I think that it's again, like that long-term vision, right? Like I finished fourth at Pac-12, like the two weeks, like four weeks before. Yeah. Like, I think that it's it's about clicking and so I feel like people feel stuck yeah kind of just yeah it's like the mental block it's like the mental block and a lot of people Mm -hmm. mental blocks um yeah and it's something hard like I mean mental stuff is harder than physical stuff at a certain point like everyone can be in shape I say this all the time I feel like but everyone can be in shape but like the person that has the best mental headspace on the day like if you're running at that top level is gonna do really well because Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. yeah and like I think yeah it goes on to trust and on how to raise and mm-hmm. um yeah again I also feel like Helen really prepared me to be at the right shape not for regionals or pack 12s but mm-hmm. for like nationals and I also like she knows how to race and yeah. how to communicate with you in the race and like so yeah I don't know if I would have read the race in the same way you know Mm-hmm. but it's worked. Yeah. yeah. So 
I feel like trusting, trusting yourself. It's so important. Yeah. <laughs> and other people. I guess, yeah. <laughs> so you had like, you've had so many coaches, like when yeah. you obviously, well, you thought you were going to have one at Florida State and then you had someone mm-hmm. else and then you went to Oregon and then a, a year after you got there, our coach mm-hmm. left. What was your thought at that point? Like, were you like, yeah. what do I do? Or were you like, I'm going to stick it out no matter what? Like, I'm going to stay at Oregon. Well, I couldn't leave. Yeah, because you'd already transferred. Yeah. So I didn't really have a choice. It sucked, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, like, I felt like you almost need every time, like, you almost need a year every time you change a coach to, like, kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think for me it was, like, first, I don't have an option. And second, like, I came to Oregon because Marisa, like, she's – a great recruiter like yeah <laughs> like she's just like so good at like selling you or like I don't know how to say this but like yeah uh, no like selling you on the program and everything yeah and the program and 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 she has a vision and and she's able to to really communicate that really well but once I was there I realized like how much more Oregon has to offer yeah in addition to coaching and I felt like the program has such a strong like legacy and listens running they're not going to pick just anyone you know like they're going to pick someone who they really think is going to keep progressing the program and, and so I trusted that and um yeah I was happy they they picked Helen because she had had the previous like 10k national champ and um yeah it was definitely really hard the first three months like we didn't really get along that well but you know, I feel like I, it worked better for me than, than the other coaches I had had. Yeah. So it's like yeah. a best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Which you didn't feel like it at first. Yeah. Because I, I feel like, you know, like my two roommates transferred to Washington and Marisa left to Washington. So it was kind of like, oh, well, I'm just <laughs> left here, <laughs> you know? And like, I, honestly, had- I think that might be like good though, because I mean, at least you didn't have to weigh out the decision of leaving or not. True. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And well, like, but like, and then you, you were gone already. And then Ali Cash was like gone and then Sam and Elle. So it's like this team. Yeah. The whole team just kind of just and, yeah. dispersed. And Judy too. Yeah. So it was just like oh me and Jess Wait, that's and Amanda. Like entire, that's like the entire. Yeah. It was me, Jess, Amanda and Susan, basically. Yeah. I thought I'm missing anyone. Um. So yeah, suddenly I was in this position where I'm like, this is only my second year here and I'm also a litter. Yeah. There you <laughs> go, I going back to Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jess was definitely like awesome. And um Yeah, I feel like had Jess a, really stepped it up, yeah, stepped it up that yeah, that and we had a really good team. Uh Helen brought like really good people from San Francisco, Isabel Veronica and then Philly. They were all senior like we were all seniors and like yeah everyone just had a really good like ethic and yeah, yeah. that was good <laughs> I wasn't expected to do that much <laughs> <laughs> well I mean I feel like everything at Oregon like, I feel like you've literally had the ideal kind of progression at Oregon mm-hmm. like you yeah. go from I mean you were good from the start pretty much joining the team but then you end up winning NCAAs and mm-hmm. then now you like did you know you want to like run professionally? Like, was that the goal when you went to Oregon? You're like, I want to keep running after college or what was the vibe? No, I was like, I want to give this a shot and I'm transferring to Oregon because I don't know if I'm going to run after college. So mm-hmm. that's why I want to give it like 
I want to make the most out of it, of the time that I know for sure. And I think with Marisa, like that first year in Oregon, I love the team. I loved hanging out with people. And like, that's what I like about working out, which is like, we're just here like with my friendies. And I think with Helen, it was like, oh, I really enjoy running mm-hmm. and kind of learning to enjoy running because like just running and not because of the people that are around it. Yeah. Um, that's and, important because people around but, it change. Yeah. And when I went to nationals, <clears throat> my parents came to see me and that was the first time they had seen me run at the U.S. And they were like, the day before, I remember I was doing homework because in Oregon you have like school until like, of course, the last day. like hard at work. Uh, <laughs> and I remember being at Starbucks because like, well, I have to do homework. So, and then my parents are from Spain. So Starbucks is like, Ooh, it's Starbucks. <laughs> like, you know, it's a touristic place for us Yeah, because we don't have, I mean, we have like one or two, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, they're less of a thing now. I don't know. But <laughs> the point is like, we just went to Starbucks Yeah, and they were like, kind of asking me like, well, like, you know, you graduate in one year, like what grads are going to go to? Like, and I was like, I think I'm going to give running a shot. And they're like, what is that supposed to mean? I think like, I feel like I can be good. And they're like, what, what does that mean? I'm like, I think I can be, I think I can finish top eight tomorrow. And they were like, okay, like, okay, like fine. Right. Like, we're not going to grill you about this. Yeah. And then I think they just like, (laughs) they just like were at the race and they were, so like overwhelmed with like how many people was watching track and field and how everyone was like so excited and like following every single lap and like I finished second which was like everyone just like came to them because they knew it was my parents right like come on like you can tell <laughs> <laughs> there's two like lost Spaniards like with a green t-shirt <laughs> and like everyone just came to like congratulate them and stuff and I don't know it just kind of like change their view a little bit of like oh this could be a thing here like maybe this is like this could happen like she's I think they knew I was good I don't think they realized like how good you were how good I could be which yeah. I don't think I knew either yeah and I think from then I yeah I definitely changed my approach like okay I think this is something I really want to try and I really want to go for it and um I got to the grad school with COVID year so that was my parents were happy about it yeah see there you go you got your checked wait what did you major in by the way I was gonna ask that I did psych and a special ed and then I did grad school in prevention science okay nice yeah it's like research based yeah nice and now you're done with school forever no I'm um I'm doing like a second grad program through university in Spain uh I want to go into sports psych um yeah I just feel like there's so much to do there and I know running, it's not going to be forever. And I feel like I'm going through college in the U S and now being a professional athlete, I don't know. I just feel like I know so much that you can't really learn from books. And I feel like I would be really helpful at some point for someone. Yeah. Once I'm like ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd be a good sports psych. Think so. You're going to hire me. I refer people to you. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, anyone that comes to me with problems, I'm going to be like, actually, ask Carmela. She's trying to be a sports psych. She's thinking about it, so. Yeah, she's thinking about <laughs> it. Um, well, how did you choose OAC? Yeah, um, I um, 
I kind of heard, I was here last summer in Boulder and I kind of heard about something going on. And I think Dathan just had seen me race and thought I would be a good fit and saw a lot of potential. And they had me in a visit. And I love the team. Uh, I just thought they were a lot of fun. It felt like a college team that had more free time. Um, <laughs> yeah, no more school. Yeah. Oh, like, I don't know. I just like loved how like, I don't know, we went on runs and stuff, but like, I assume like everyone just works really hard, but then it wasn't like we were talking about running the whole time. Like they were making jokes or like uh, talking about their dogs or like, I don't know, it just felt really healthy. Um, And if I saw myself as a place where I could like really be friends with these people and I saw myself running long-term and having fun with it. And I did talk to other teams, but yeah, I think that definitely coming here for a visit, like, yeah really solidified me yeah always kind of like half on as like the top mm-hmm. place I wanted to go to and yeah when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, you said it before we started recording that you haven't really experienced the team yet. Mm-hmm. Have you, like, is there anything that surprised you so far about pro running or is it just still really new? Yeah, it's still really new. I had a little injury, like, kind of like after nationals, like, and I think like that's the cool thing with Dathan. I think he really sees the long-term like goal and like, I did like a race after nationals that I shouldn't have done. And that was like all me, you know, like I, haven't felt any pressure to perform or like run the Olympic standards. They were like, if you want to do it, do it. But like our goal is having in 2024. Like, and yeah. so I think this whole summer I've been training alone a lot because I've done zero workouts. I started from like running four miles a day, you know? Yeah. And so it's been a bit boring to be honest. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking every opportunity to like run with a team. Like, yeah. do you have a workout? I'll do the three miles with you. What do you yeah, have? Yeah, just do warm whatever. Up, please. Yeah, but um, it's been it's been good. Like I've run with Sage a lot and Carlos a couple of times. Um, but yeah, the team has been really really successful. So they've been like the Olympics and now in Europe most of the time. So I haven't experienced the like kind of like meeting every other day thing or workouts. But yeah, it's been. I mean, good. I'm sure you have many more years to come of that. So yeah, oh, you're coming yeah, up a long like, season and college career. So. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, everyone now is like taking downtime or they're like, I mean, finishing up their season in Diamond League or yeah. other small people, races. Whatever they do. Yeah, like the Diamond League people, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like, I mean, now's not the worst time to be a little beat up or like be coming back because like yeah. things are winding down anyways, so. Yeah, no, and like, 
that's what I I just like I think yeah I just need to build and like get used to like this little toe exercises and like weightlifting like all that stuff yeah dude like, those aren't strong toes are weak I do toe yoga up. now yeah what? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can just it's imagine. really hard it, I'm sure you do it every day multiple times no I don't actually <gasps> I should I, I should but don't put this in the podcast <laughs> your coach is gonna listen and be like I heard some news on the podcast yeah you did not update your log <laughs> no <laughs> no it's pretty chill yeah yeah well what is like your overall goal for being a pro runner like what do you want to achieve mm-hmm. yeah I it was like really long term, but I don't know. I don't know how long term I want to think. Um, I definitely want to make it. I I want to make it to Olympics, and I want to be an Olympic finalist. I don't know if in the track or in the roads, but it's does that mean a little marathon action or what? Yeah, definitely. I will. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. I I don't know. It seems like a big. It seems pretty ambitious, but I don't know. I think it's and possible. um I don't know I want to I love cross country I don't know if they're gonna let me but I would love to medal in Europeans cross country like that's like my favorite event and it's like an 8k cross country so I feel like I'll be more in my strength yeah and I just like it so much yeah <laughs> but it's actually quite tough well those cross country courses are wild yeah they are like they just make it hard for no reason oh my gosh I would do so bad if someone had me ever run yeah you would yeah (laughs) I'm not like that's not my forte I I know you're definitely a golf course cross country yeah oh yeah that's why (laughs) I I thrived at Oregon cross country I did the best I possibly could because it was all on golf courses yeah it was all yeah (laughs) or like Sacramento like yeah sand path like all compact (laughs) you don't even need a cross country shoe no you really didn't um Okay, well, I have a couple, like, listener questions to kind of end the episode. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I've... Is this too serious? What, this podcast? Yeah. No, I think it's been good. Okay. It's been both helpful, a little funny at times, a little serious. (laughs) I'm just going to, like, put the the fuckers, like, repeated, like, multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Over over and over again. Yeah. Um... Okay, well, I, I already covered the first one asking how tall you are, 5'1". Um, That's so silly. That's so silly. That's uh, silly but, so is being 5'11", so, so that's also silly. Like, what question is that? Why are yeah. people so worried about... Well, no, I think someone just saw the picture that I posted where they're like, you're bending, you're bending and twisting. Because they asked, like, how tall you were. Because I, um, I look like I'm really tall, too. So, yeah. but you're just looking at two drastically different... Yeah heights um anyways that's that's the explanation on that um we got a lot of people asking for your hand in marriage and I didn't know how you wanted to address that you have a lot of people with crushes on you with a marriage yeah people want to marry you oh no definitely not (laughs) what people are so awkward (laughs) yeah I don't think that's the best way to ask for Carmela's hand in marriage is through my hinted marriage yeah they want they want they what does handed mean? Like, like, like the ring. Like to oh, put a ring on yeah. your finger. Maybe they just want me to cut my finger. Maybe they don't even. They Oh, they don't. They want your hand. They don't want you. They just yeah, want yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, Carmel's down for that, but not the actual marriage part. Anyways. I just got my finger. <laughs> How much would people give for these? I don't know. Maybe. You're about, to get, you're about to get good. weird DMs. <laughs> I hope not. I don't know. I don't know no, who listens to this podcast. Um, do you have any like hobbies that you like to do? <laughs> I really like cooking. Okay. Cooking? Yeah. What are your like favorite yeah. meals? Um... I don't know. I've been really into making bread. I started making my own bread, uh, like artisan bread. And that's been really fun. And I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it's just like so important and in such a good way of like self-care. Mm-hmm. But things I like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it. Carmela sends me, she's like, do you know how to make ribs? And then she just sends me this picture of this huge thing of ribs. I kind of want to make half of these. I'm like, you are asking the wrong person. I've never cooked a rib in my life. I know. You don't really cook meat. I don't know. Well, I just like, I make them, I made them in the oven. They were fine. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to expand. I made carbonara the other day, like real carbonara sauce, which was like cool. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I need to expand and like try other stuff, cook like. I don't know. I made sushi like a couple weeks ago and I was like, I hate it now. You hate sushi? I was like, this is, I'm not going to eat what I cooked. Yeah. No, I love when it's in a place when I, when I made it myself. I, was like, I could never make it myself. I feel like it would be so awful. Mm. And like fish is already kind of a touchy thing for me where it's like, it has to be like good. Well done, or else yeah. I feel really gross when like, I eat it. Well prepared. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't so. know. What other stuff I like doing? Um, I listen to a podcast a lot too, actually. And I don't have a dog, but I feel like I always have people around me that have dogs and lets me take them on walks. <laughs> I, really, I really like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I feel like you're always someone that keeps busy. Like you always have things going. Yeah. And also your yeah. bread always looks really good that you make. I know you've sent me a recipe before and I really need to make it, but I have yet to make it. Make it a different one, actually, now. Okay. Like, uh, a Dutch you oven. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I, don't, well, I don't think I have a Dutch oven. Yeah, maybe you need one. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Um, do you have a favorite kombucha flavor? Um, or like brand? yeah. Well, and now I'm getting like the Mortal Kombucha one, and they have like um lavender purple color one. I like that one a lot. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. Okay. Flowery ginger. Yeah. What's your coffee order? This wasn't a question that was asked, but I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. I used to. I and I feel like maybe this says something about myself, but I used to like black coffee which is like half and half like just a plain latte kind of deal and I feel now I'm feeling like I need sweeter stuff like I haven't been enjoying my coffee as much so probably just like an iced cold brew or like just cold brew with like vanilla like vanilla latte or something like that yeah that's but I'm good. surprised myself I've been like adding flavors to it or like sweetener which I wasn't before that's kind of the same here actually like I I used to be strictly cold brew with cream like I would never add mm-hmm. any sweetener and I'm like and usually like in the past sweeteners kind of like made me feel unwell for some reason. Yeah. Like there's just, I like drink it. And I'm like, I can't drink this. Like I would just kind of like, I don't know. It would be too sweet, but then I'm the same way now. I'm like finding yeah. myself getting the more like flavored lattes or just like, yeah, even just like sweetener in my cold brew with cream. It's kind of crazy. So yeah. I wonder if like, if it's like, maybe it's a summer, something summer. Yeah. yeah. And then in winter I'll go back to something else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Coffee I've been looking fluctuations. at these trends my coffee trend oh yeah yeah. someone asked if we had a favorite memory together and I was like trying to think of any yeah um we didn't really spend that I mean we had like six months together but I can't really think of anything that was like I I remember um 
I feel like you were always like you've always been really funny and I think you always roast people but I feel like you're always scared after you roast them that you're gonna like hurt their feelings okay I, I felt that about yeah. you some of the time because I felt like a lot of the time you didn't you didn't understand my jokes or like I felt like I think I did I was just like trying to not get dropped in the run (laughs) like I remember this one time we had a workout at Hayward and like I think you like roasted me about something and I don't know for some reason I remember like I know we were talking about beats or something you and you said like I roast you like a beat or something (laughs) like that I just remember running around like Hayward in the cool down and like and just like thinking like you just roast me and like I think this is the funniest thing and like <laughs> what does it say about me like not caring at all okay but see I, I couldn't tell if you cared or really? not that was the hard thing oh, I definitely did not I definitely thought it was like really funny yeah okay but, like I probably were just like you know trying to not like not get like a stage or something like that <laughs> because okay, <that's> good. <laughs> yeah but I remember that and I think it was like just like a weird day where like we were like running and like I know we have a couple of pictures because I think like that day like I have a picture with like Lily another one with Reed and like the old grandstands running and I don't know if Lily was taking the pictures but like you were definitely there hmm. and you and too yeah good I memory. remember that you don't remember that I don't remember I like I feel like I have bad memory like I don't really remember anything like people yeah, ask me was- my favorite memory from college I'm like I don't know I kind of like forgot all of it to be honest no way I remember also uh, <laughs> one day you cut your finger. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's so much wrong. Like that year that you were on the team with me, like I feel like I was just mess. Like there was just things that were You wrong. cut your finger and you were so upset at yourself. Like, like what does it say about me? Like I- <laughs> oh, no. you were so sad. You were just, I don't know. You were like overwhelmed, I think. Yeah, well, that was like that was towards the end of my organ. Yeah, like experience. I need to leave. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, so I was, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. I feel like there's more memories to come though, because you know you're still running mm-hmm. in the U.S. and I'm still somehow around in the running world, even though <laughs> I haven't stepped foot on like an elite starting line since 2018. So. Yeah. No, I, I hope so. I hope I get to see you more because. Yeah. You used to drive down from Portland. Yeah. And you. On my yeah, way I down. feel like Boulder is kind of out of the way now. Okay, but I've never been to Boulder and I want to go. Oh, you definitely should come, yeah. Yeah, I heard it's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you like, I don't know if you like the snow, though. Yeah, I don't know if I like the snow either. So. Yeah, maybe, you, I don't know. Maybe I'm worried about that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> my car is literally a toy car. Like, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to drive it in, like, the snow. Just I have someone else drive snow it. Tires. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, so tiny. I like it. It's so cute, but... It's literally half of a parking spot. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, Wait, maybe that's it? It's a Mitsubishi Mirage. Okay, I have no. I can't even picture that. It's quite one. quite small. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, okay. The last question I have, yeah, is what is like advice that you would give to your younger self? I don't know. I feel like it goes back to confidence and trusting yourself. I feel like when I was younger, I had so much not so much more I mean I feel like I'm definitely pretty confident now but in terms of like my running ability I had done so little and I was it never occurred to me that I couldn't just like show up to a start line and just try my best you know mm-hmm. which I think like coming to college with so many people and stuff I kind of like 
started to put myself in the box of like, oh, I'm not the top runner. So I'm just going to do my non-top runner like race or whatever. And yeah, so just keep trusting yourself. Don't, don't lose that confidence. And I don't know. What do you think? No, I mean, I think that's good. I think confidence is so key and you need to find the people that build it up, that help you build it up. Yeah. I guess you can build it up for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like workouts and races, but I think like position, like you, I feel like you needed the right coach to kind of help guide you along yeah. with that. And also like having teammates like mm-hmm. Jess or Susan that have kind of like either paved the way or just really believe in you as yeah. well to like do the same things that they're doing. Um, yeah. And definitely like, uh, yeah, I guess that's the most important in like life. Life is the people you live it with. Mm-hmm. So like really invest in people. And like, I think this year I knew I was for sure going to leave after the year and like, I was just very happy and just investing the people I really, really cared about. And like, I don't know, I definitely like don't party much, but I think having a balanced life is so important. And I, I will like, I don't know, go like have a drink with friends on Saturday and like just chill at a patio or like, I don't know, hang out with people past 9 30 yeah um oh you're crazy oh my crazy <laughs> and I don't know I think that was like really important for me this year I was like hanging out with people who were really good friends but also were like maybe a bit less tight less tied up than me and made me like yeah stay up a bit longer or like yeah. care a little less about what I was eating that specific day and I think that it made it really fun it was very distracting from everything else and like I don't know I definitely like showed up to the starting line feeling really cared for like I don't know like honestly like even when I watched my race at nationals like yeah the race is cool or whatever like but I think like my favorite part is like after when I finish and like when I go see my people because I feel like every single person that I hugged in that lap like I really meant it and they really impacted me and that was awesome mm-hmm. like they they just made that year so fun yeah. It was a little fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, this was a great episode. I mean, it was good to catch up. I feel like it's just been <laughs> I feel like a while. it's all over the place. I it it's was all too serious. Place. I feel like we were definitely more funny usually, but Okay, no, I think it was like it was a good combo of funny and serious. <laughs> like so? yeah, we explained your experience. I mean, I don't think it's fun for me because I never really like you're not in college and you're not taking the time to like actually ask people about their entire so what is your deepest secret yeah yeah I mean not that we're like uncovering deep dark secrets on this but like no one really has serious <laughs> conversations like like yeah. you said it's like I'm joking around about roasting beets or something like yeah, you're not I don't talking know why about someone's life that. experience <laughs> um so I think it was good but where can people follow you on the internet to like follow along your journey yeah um I feel like I'm definitely more like an Instagram type of user. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to expand a little, but I think Instagram, you can find me for sure. Um, Is it just your name? Yeah. Or it's Karma. It's like double M-E. Okay. Okay. So yeah. It'll be linked in the show notes. So it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on to don't make fun of me um to close up the episode can we get a good old peace out fellas yes do i say it yeah you say it wait should we say it at the same time okay Okay. no one can even see this (laughs) wait i can see it so it's okay peace out fellas we said it on two oh okay okay one two
free. Peace out, Ella. <laughs> so bad. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Commas Over Cold Brew. I hope you enjoyed it. As per usual, it was so good catching up with Carmela. It's been a while since I've seen her, so it was awesome to just chat with her and also learn more about her running history and also where she's going with it and how she's liking pro running so far. So I hope you guys also enjoyed listening to her story and you got something out of it. Make sure to follow at Combos Over Cold Brew Pod on Instagram if you want to submit listener questions or just be up to date on the latest episodes. And don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps me out so much and it's a free way to support. So you guys are the best and I will hear from you guys in the next one. Peace out, fellas. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.